0: What happens to a place when people move through its confines? Do we leave a mark? Something unseen but real nonetheless? Can these structures, these monuments of wood, stone, and earth retain a piece of us? Is it simply our energy being transferred like a memory or is it more sinister? Can these places trap our soul? And if so, how long before we go mad?
1: all right you purveyors of the scary and the real are you ready for this i know we took a long break but are you ready for this on the other end of this microphone i have the master of the ones and twos the illustrious adam
0: we are back we're back it's here it's happening talking about something so good tonight so scary so perfect and real and real
1: amen all right so purveyors of the scary and the real tonight we're going to talk about the old hag i think everyone knows what we're talking about right anyone that's into the paranormal knows the old hag that creepy old woman who you know shows up in all the horror movies and in your worst nightmares and crawling through your mirrors
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, it's like, uh, there's some version of it, even if it's not, like, the same one across every, but I mean, like, even, even s- f- fucking Cinderella has, has the witch yeah. turn into an old hag, or the, the queen yeah. turn into an old hag. It, it is a, like, a, a pervasive part of pop culture related to scary, paranormal, and, like, just traditional sort of, you know, creepy stuff.
1: Yep. I uh, yep. It's it's something I, so I think everyone's familiar with it but it's not something I think is so like you know about it but you don't think like day to day. You think like horror movie, right? Is that mm-hmm. just me?
0: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, a little bit on the background of the topic, the old hag or the night hag. Um, that you might hear it referred to sometimes, is the name given to a supernatural creature commonly associated with the phenomenon of sleep paralysis. Uh, Sorry for my ultra-sexy voice tonight. I am getting over a cold, thus our extended break. But anyway... Uh, it is a phenomenon during which a person feels the presence of a supernatural malevolent being which immobilizes the person as if sitting on their chest or on the foot of their bed. The word nightmare or nightmare was used to describe this phenomenon before the word reserved its modern, more general meaning. So nightmare as in N-I-G-H-T-M-A-R-E, M-A-R-E or, you know, a mare, an old lady, a mm-hmm. hag. Um, various cultures have various names for this phenomenon and or supernatural character. And that's straight out of the Wikipedias.
0: Nice. Well, yeah, I mean, I 100% thought horror movie, thought, you know, not a uh, uh, lived experience for most people. And then here we have all these stories. Mm-hmm. And I'm just excited to uh, to get into these because these are these are gonna be good.
1: These are some good ones. I will say that. You're right. Like initially I'm thinking like, oh, this is like a horror movie thing. But no, people this is one, definitely associated with sleep paralysis, but two, like definitely people people run into this. This is not uncommon.
0: Right. Exactly. So um yeah, so let's let's dive into this.
1: Go for it, brother. Grab number one.
0: All right. So first story. Uh, this is a uh, uh, user time-plum-7477. Uh, they start out saying, around 2009-2010 time frame, me and my friends decided we would ghost hunt. So my buddy found out about an old burnt down house in the country. Um, uh, Yeah, I mean, that's like, if you're going to ghost hunt, what do you do? You find something close by, you're like, let's go do it. I don't know, this abandoned building, this burnt down house, uh, that that creepy neighbor that just died. Let's go visit their house, whatever. Uh, okay, <laughs> so they go on to say, the backstory behind this haunting is that a woman lived that, there that apparently was into occult activities. She had brought some local children to the house, and they were never seen again. This angered the locals, and they burnt her house down with her in it i can't verify the accuracy of that story it's just what i was told i've heard that kind of legend before yeah. and who knows you know it's um, it's
1: reminiscent of uh what's that halloween movie um
0: oh uh, yeah you know I mean, what i'm
1: talking about batman oh what
0: oh <laughs> yeah hocus pocus poc, hocus yeah, pocus yeah. there you go that's yeah. a classic that's a classic yeah yeah um okay They go on to say, Anyway, we go there in the middle of the night with our cell phones trying to capture EVPs or something. We're there for a while and we catch something that sounded like a voice but otherworldly. I can't remember exactly what was said. Anyway, we decide to leave. So we're rushing to the vehicle after hearing the recording. The person trailing behind all of us claims she felt a breath on her neck. So she rushed faster. We go home, no problem um i live in this house at the time that always creeps me out i would see shadow people periodically walking through my home at night my dog hated the room he wouldn't even go in there the dog used to do random things like stare at the ceiling or into the closet and growl or bark aggressively anyway i say all that to outline the fact that i've already had multiple paranormal experiences before this one that spooked me the most so post ghost hunt I go home, I'm already creeped out by the house and my room, so I set my TV to sleep every night a few hours after I fall asleep. Uh, I don't, okay, I'm going to stop, because I know this is so random, but like, I like, big on falling asleep to my phone or to the TV or whatever, I've done it forever, and I remember like the old school TVs you could set them with like a sleep timer and it would turn off and i never did it cuz it would freak me out if it turned off in the middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> but dude i'm sure like all the modern tvs have like a turn off yeah. after yeah i mean like mine just turns off at night if i don't use it for so long it's just like an automatic yeah turn on yeah function yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But like, I'm thinking of the old school ones that like you have to first, set
1: the timer. You'd
0: have to you have to go in the menu. You know, yeah. And, the, and you did, if you had like the 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 cheapo remote that you bought at Walmart, it like barely <laughs> works. So you couldn't get to the menu. You would have to go up to the button, anyways. But like, I th- I feel like every time it would do like the go to sleep, but before it did, it would go to the <laughs> like the crazy static, and I'd be like, you <laughs> motherfucker. Anyways, that's a strange sign. But I hated it. Okay. Okay, so they say, I set the TV up like normal and a pass out. Uh, an hour or so later, I wake up and I look at the TV and it's on white noise. See what I'm talking about? It's yeah. fucking white noise. Yeah. Um, uh, they say, it shouldn't <laughs> have been like that because my mom had satellite TV with premium channels. I had left it on a premium channel, so I was tripping out on it being on the white noise and grainy. Then I start hearing muffled moaning. All right, look, if you're just watching the Scramble channels, you can just admit it, because we all did it.
1: (laughs) That muffled moaning means something else.
0: (laughs) That's not ghosts. It's called (laughs) softcore. Cinemax. There you go. Skinemax. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so, sorry, we're not making fun of your story. We just have to lighten the mood, because it's Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, they, they said, think covering someone's face with a pillow and them struggling to yell or something. So I look into the mirror directly across from my bed and I see what looks like a pale woman with long, greasy black hair and a dirty dress crawling down my wall directly towards me. At this point, I spaz out and my TV turns off. So it's dark and frantically hit the light switch to see... Nothing.
1: Okay, sorry. But one, you say spaz, which tells me you're a Midwesterner, and Uh I love you, because no one else says spaz. Spaz is definitely a Midwestern word.
0: It has to be,
1: yeah. Two, a woman with greasy hair and a dirty dress climbing down the wall towards you, spaz is an understatement. I (laughs) would have ripped that room apart on my way out the door
0: yes oh yeah no it's instantly gone like you know uh, there's there's no way i'm staying in the room it's i'm running oh, yeah. out the room uh, uh i might have left the house like I don't you know, like oh, it's yeah. just a, you're just it's a like, mom
1: get out the house is on fire no it's not well i'm setting it on fire well, so you get out book
0: of matches here yep. we go mm-hmm. um yeah but they turned on the light they see nothing um the, they go on to say, The weirder part is the next morning, I woke to take a shower, and as I'm walking towards the shower, I look in the mirror and notice scratches down the middle of my back. That was the first and last time I had seen anything manifest in that way. I think it was clearly something following me home. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. obviously, you you had this experience. You're already, like, primed when you go home because you have had other sort of creepy experiences at home, but nothing this extreme. And then this happens. So yeah, I mean, whether something directly follows you home or, or whatever you want to call it, it, it's, it's definitely super creepy. And uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. That's very good.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was something else. Yes. All right. So let's get into story two. This one's a short one, um, but I, th- I think it's pretty frightening nonetheless. For Uh, sure. So this one starts out. um, It's from user everyhousing1270. Old hag sleep paralysis about seven years ago. So they start by saying about seven years ago, during the time I was in college, I was around 20 years old. Highly stressed, being a biology major, I had fallen asleep with my office chair facing me. My desk light was still on. I woke up during the sleep paralysis, unable to move my body, and what I saw sitting in my office chair was the most vivid, detailed, and scary creature I've ever seen in my life. I still remember it to this day. The light was still shining in the background. The creature was about three to four feet tall. It looked like an emaciated old woman. Fragile, gray, pale skin, and was very thin. Nose was narrow and sharp and big. The eyes were very black and dark. There were no whites around the eyes. The hair was very brittle and gray. The hands were old. The bony long fingers and the nails were so long, about one to one and a half inches long. The nails on the foot and hands were not trimmed as if they hadn't ever been cut. Her ears were pointy and sharp. It looked like an elf. She had a small chin, and wore an old, ragged, white dress with cut-out, small, triangular patterns. Okay, so first off, right? Like, I think we've all had, like, a scary dream.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a scary dream that was so vivid that you remember that much detail? Because I don't.
0: I I am not great in general with remembering my dreams, but the dreams that have stuck with me the longest, I have enough detail that I can like remember the big picture of the story that I that was there. Yeah. But there's no way those kind of details I yeah. can pinpoint. No way. No way.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Like I I'm exactly like you. Like I've had some scary dreams but you know, within a day like they're pretty much gone. I remember yeah. the big parts but 7 years later I don't remember you know that much detail
0: yeah exactly yeah there's just not that's just my brain it doesn't have space for all that (laughs) yeah exactly
1: yeah so anyway our author goes on to say during the sleep paralysis i stared at it for a good two minutes or so another sign pointed to me that this ain't just any old regular like dream like you remember how much time you stared at this creepy ass thing right yeah which yep. also thank you because I'm not going to be able to close my eyes tonight without seeing the weird elf sitting in
0: a chair in your room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and well, I have not, an office
1: chair in my room. Ooh.
0: Eh. Well, the other thing, like the thing too, is like uh, you know when you think about the passage of time in a dream state, you know, you time time sort of loses meaning. I mean, it can feel like. Eternity when it's been you know what seconds or whatever. So yeah. I think in this case they're they're talking about a couple of minutes, which again I, it could be a dream, but I think it's it's pointing to more of a sleep paralysis type state where you're 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 mostly awake, awake. but you yeah. can't move. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah,
1: yeah. So uh, she stared back at me. She didn't go on my chest or anything, and I didn't feel suffocated during the experience. I couldn't scream or move, and the thing never smiled or had any facial reactions. It was just blank and staring at me. What freaked me out after the sleep paralysis experience was that I searched old hag and found other people having similar experiences with the old hag. It was a crazy sleep paralysis experience. I never had the experience again and i never placed an office chair facing me i felt like i was it was an invitation to watch me it was wicked and gives me goosebumps when i think about it to this day yeah well, I don't blame, blame Yeah. Them at all
0: no <laughs> well and and interesting that they said you know i felt like that was maybe an invitation uh yeah I, I i sort of get that i don't i mean sometimes when you're just like giving uh space to something or opportunity depending on what you believe or whatever but you know it's sort of like saying like yeah just go ahead and come in here or do this or whatever you know so sit in this chair and stare at me yeah yeah so fuck yeah super scary all right well
1: um we're gonna take a quick break but we'll be right back with one more ultra terrifying story yes So, Adam, what
0: are we taking a break for? You know, we have many, many people that uh, could potentially want to connect with us. And they may be asking themselves, what is the fastest, most convenient, and also where am I supposed to go and what methods should I use and we've made it incredibly simple to contact us on multiple platforms and in any way you basically want.
1: Yeah. So, on all the things, right? I mean, we're talking TikTok, we're talking Instagram, Twitter, and Gmail.
0: Yes. And that is very simple it's just scary real pod. It's all like one letter or not one that's not one letter I know how to spell <laughs> it's all one one word jumbled together it's scary real pod and you can email us you can dm us on instagram or twitter uh you can get get at us on TikTok. share videos there things you're interested in um we would love to hear from you and and have some really great discussions and and hear your stories um i just had somebody reach out to me the other day that's a friend of mine that started listening to our podcast and uh she is currently going through all of her own stories and going to send us some which i'm super excited about so yes
1: if you have a story that you would like featured on an episode, um, please feel free to send us that, uh, Instagram, scary, at gmail.com. Any of those platforms, we will gladly take that and we will gladly fit that into an episode.
0: Absolutely yeah um and we can totally keep it like anonymous too we've done that for other folks uh we can change names we could do any of that stuff so please feel like you're free to share uh however much or as little as you want it doesn't have to be a super long story you don't need to be a creative writer just tell us what happened and we will tell the story
1: exactly yeah and please let us know so like phase two of this is ever and i meet up at a haunted location somewhere in the united states and we tell these stories in that location and ideally we'll have a camera set up so that if maybe your story jogs the memories of the ghosts in that location uh you know we can capture a few things yes
0: yeah and 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 uh, we would just love to hear from you or at the very most, if you uh, are on Instagram or one of those platforms and we post the episode or post a preview or whatever, um, feel free to comment, share, um, engage with people and share your own experiences. If maybe you have, uh, you know, a similar sleep paralysis type thing, we'd love to hear about that and let other people sort of know that they're not alone, too. So, um, yeah. Yeah. So, once again,
1: Scary Real Pod on every platform but Facebook. So, yes, <laughs> reach out and thank you.
0: <laughs> and we're back. Yes. All right. So, we've been talking about the old hag we've been um hearing these stories from people that are sort of combined with sleep paralysis and this um scene of an old woman uh, this sort of archetype uh image that I think we all can picture very clearly um that's been in the horror movies but this is real life this is scary real not scary I just made it up and put it on HBO Max so um this is <laughs> this is interesting stories and we've got one more this one's a little bit longer but it is a good one um so let's dive into it let's do it um the post is titled I saw what haunted my boyfriend as a child Uh, this was posted by, uh, user UFO enthusiasts. Uh, they say, this is very strange. And at first I thought this belonged in a dream or night terror forum. Now I'm not sure. My boyfriend and I have been together for nine years now. I've always suffered from night terrors. However, that's not something you bring up on the first date. This was back when my boyfriend and I had been dating for a few months and had recently started sleeping together. We were sleeping at his place. I woke up in the middle of the night and noticed we were holding hands. I thought it was cute, but I noticed that his hand was so pale and thin. My boyfriend has hands like an orc. So, uh, I love that, like, there's like, oh, this is nice. And then you're like, wait a minute. This is the hands of my boyfriend. What is happening? Wait. Um, So, they go on to say, my eyes got used to the darkness and i saw his hands crossed on his stomach while i was holding a third pale hand as i became aware of this something that looked like a woman with long black hair hanging over her face sat up from behind my boyfriend's form looked at me and laid back down i stroked the okay. hand with my thumb sorry oh yep, yep
1: no sorry but no no like you started getting into it, but like no, I'm sorry,
0: but fuck no, yeah no no no. I mean I'm not I'm not on board with anything that's about to happen in this story, and I'm certainly not no. on board with with staying in the bed. I've been like I nope. mean are are you, are you telling me you're old enough that
1: you didn't see the ring? Like right? Fuck no, absolutely not. You know creepy black hair in your face. Perks up from behind your boyfriend and lays back down. Nope. That's where you just nope the fuck out. No, absolutely not. No, thank you. I am not going to sleep tonight. Or exactly wake your ass up. Like, right. no. Yeah, sorry. You, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. But just- no, no, no,
0: no. You're you're exactly right. I think that's like the the that's it. That's what we'd all do. Uh but not this person. Because they said I stroked the hand with my thumb, as you do when holding hands with someone. I don't know why I did that. I just wrote it off as dream logic. So it's interesting because I think this person is feeling like it's it's a dream, at least at the time. Um, you know, it, it felt more like a dream state and less like, oh, this is absolutely happening. Which in that case... I've had dreams that were sort of like that, where like I got scared in my dream and then I woke up and I was like, Oh yeah, no, everything's good. But like, I still don't understand the, let me just like rub my thumb on this hand of the crazy lady with the black hair and the scary.
1: Yep. (sighs) No, like I'm sorry, but in my dream, if I'm freaked the fuck out, I'm freaked the fuck out. Like, yes, I guess, I guess there might be some weird, like dream logic stuff, but, I don't know, man, like,
0: I mean, there is,
1: I'm pissing the bed and and I'm leaving.
0: Yeah. There is for sure behavior that I know doesn't make sense when I'm dreaming, like that I do stuff that I'm like, well, that's not what I would actually do. But like, that's, that's the exception to the rule. Not like the normal thing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so they go on to say, this was in the beginning of our relationship, so I didn't tell him about it because I didn't want him to think I was crazy. Fair enough, I get that. Uh, Years passed, and we're now living together. He's very aware of my paranormal beliefs and night terrors. Out of nowhere, I came to think of that dream. Did I ever tell you about that night terror I had at your house when we just recently got together? I asked him with a little little laugh. I saw someone who looked like uh, Sadako? Sadako? Maybe? Sure. S-A-D-A-K-O. In your bed when we slept. I almost got jelly, I joked. But he didn't laugh. He got very pale and said, Did she try to hold your hand? Y'all... I should have had more lights on. Anyways, okay. Uh, <clears throat> I, get, I got taken aback by his reaction. I told him I did hold her hand and even remembered stroking it with my thumb. My boyfriend then revealed to me that as a child, he'd have a reoccurring nightmare that a woman with long black hair and white hands tried to hold his hands, but he'd wake up in a panic before she ever got to him. He'd never told me this because he just wrote it off as childhood nightmares. Now neither of us think they're nightmares anymore. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I I like I remember as a kid um, having a reoccurring nightmare, but the thing is, is I can't remember it. Like I have the memory of like a very consistent dream that kept happening, but I can't picture it. But I can like. I remember it. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, does yeah, that make yeah, any yeah. sense at all? Okay. Yep. Um, but if if years later if if years later my wife or someone was like, Hey, uh, I saw this thing and it was like the thing that I had seen as a kid, I'd be like, Nope, nope, nope. We're burning the house down, we're yep. going to uh we're burn we're going to yep. a church and then you uh, we're soul gonna live in church. church. i yeah, getting
1: yeah. mine burned out of my body, yep. Yep,
0: yep. Yep, we're going to live in a church. That's what's happening. Actually, churches are scary as fuck, so no, we're not living in a church. Um, we're living like, with
1: a holy man or something.
0: There you go. I'm going to call up. Uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. Anyways, yeah. I'm just saying terrifying. Um, so then they then they said, um, I will return to the story when I get off work. Boyfriend has more details about his dream to share. So then they updated uh, a little later, and so here is the update. Yeah. Um, they said, your sport has been overwhelming. Thank you all to answer a few of your questions. What did it feel like? Well, this is a creepy experience. I didn't feel any fear. I felt like I was comforting a sad stranger. Um, while strange and a little uncomfortable at the, at the visage of the spirit, I fell back asleep quickly after. Um... Someone said it was sleep paralysis, and they said, no, it was not. My proof for this is because, one, I could move the whole time. Um, I didn't, number two, I didn't start awake, so it wasn't like a, a startled. Um, number three, sleep paralysis, old hag, and night terrors cause a sense of panic. I have suffered from night terrors since I was 15. I've once had a faceless woman crawl up at me from under my bed. Once I saw my boyfriend's face tear and slither off of his skull in bloody ribbons those inc- incidents were night terrors brought on by stress this wasn't that um so i', I this is interesting stuff because I knew i do know like a lot of people that experience sleep paralysis it's usually like a startled awake kind of sensation yeah yep. um and um and i mean I, th- this person was moving um and they well, had and- oh go ahead
1: No, I was just gonna say, and more than that, they they had experienced sleep paralysis, so they knew what that was and what that felt like, and this was not that.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah, exactly, exactly. So like, her, this person's experience is like has both sides of that equation. So I was like, well, this didn't feel like any of those things versus like what it really felt like. Yeah. Um, Another question that they were asked, was it a demon? No, I don't believe it was. Uh, Someone asked, have you seen it since? Uh, They said, I haven't, but my boyfriend has. Uh, Once in a very frightening occurrence for him, before I tell how, I want to make it clear that my boyfriend sleeps like a log. No sleep talking, sleep walking, or sleep paralysis, nor do they have night terrors. Um, Someone else said, this is so creepy. I agree, uh, and and they said yeah. while I'm while I'm happy you find it interesting, I don't want this to become some work of fiction. This isn't a horror story or a movie script. It's a recount of a very scary part of my loved one's childhood that somehow managed to bleed into my life. Um, I really appreciate that because I mean, obviously, yeah. what we do here is we relay these stories for people, and yep. it could seem like we are just in this for the purpose of entertainment. And I do hope it is entertaining. That is obviously a goal of what we do. But part of that is also because I'm personally fascinated by paranormal. I know you are too. We've, you know, and, and we've had our own experiences and there's something in the shared experience of other people's stories that either helps you understand your own, or at least like, Helps you to sort of like think outside of maybe the one or two things that you've seen or experienced in your own life. Um, and like we said early on with this whole uh, this whole uh podcast in general, is we love stories and we love listening to and talking about people's stories. So, amen. Yes, okay. Uh, on to the dream. You want to tackle this? This dream yeah. here, yeah. So um,
1: our author says my boyfriend was, had told me the dream he had as a child in his dream his grandparents then both alive would live in a little room in their attic once again dream logic his grandparents would go about their usual business reading the newspaper and baking the colors were warm and happy My boyfriend exited the little room and suddenly the mood shifted. The colors disappeared and all became cold. He would nervously open the door to go back in with his grandparents, back into the warm, colorful room. But the room is empty. No grandma, no grandpa, only emptiness. When he once again would open the door to go out, the woman with the long black hair would be standing there. She would rush towards him, and the moment before she could grab him, he would manage to shut the door. Then he stood by the door for what felt like an eternity before he dared to open it again. Once he did open the door, the color, warmth, and people are back then he would wake up.
0: Mm. So something that's interesting there is that, the that passage of time comment felt like an eternity. That's a dream thing for sure. When you like, it just feels like so long, even though in the dream, it's probably milliseconds.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, totally. Like it just, it doesn't make sense. Right. doesn't make sense but in the moment in the dream it does anyway so uh the author says the next time he saw her he was sleeping at my place now remember he isn't one to have night terrors suddenly he bolts up and yells she's here she was so close to me scaring me out of my wits i asked him what happened and this is what he told me as he was sleeping He got cold all of a sudden. It was like her shadow ate all the warmth away. He felt someone grab his arm and woke up to the pull the covers up and shield himself from the unexplained cold. But there she was, face hovering inches from his. I remember thinking, she followed us. She's here now. From my boyfriend's account, I feel like she isn't as motherly or protective as I first gave her credit for. What or whoever she was or is has been gone for a good while now, and I hope she's found her peace. But if she hasn't, I suppose we'll be the first to know. Ooh
0: boy. Yeah, that's intense. I mean, yeah. um, like she said... Her her boyfriend sleeps really hard, doesn't have dreams, night terrors, any of that stuff. And then for him to wake up and have such a vivid dream and, like, yeah. all of that experience is intense. Yeah. Um, really I, you know, rude. I wonder if it's,
1: you know, and so we don't have a lot of background on the boyfriend, right? We don't mm-hmm. know the house he grew up in. We don't know, you know, the family he grew up in or anything like that. So I'm wondering if it's something or someone from the family's past, from the property that they lived on's past, something like that, who attached themselves to the boyfriend. So, yeah, he may not be necessarily sensitive to that kind of stuff. Um, sleeps really well you know so it's only in extreme situations where she's able to kind of pierce that veil and really get intimate with him if if that's the right word and when those happen you know it's ultra terrifying for him which i think would be for anybody right absolutely Um, but also maybe because he sleeps so well maybe because it's so hard for him to have those experiences in a good way i'm not saying in a you know in a bad way that when the girlfriend first experienced her it was passing because you know that entity was just working so hard just to be with the boyfriend yeah you know does that make sense and he didn't he didn't really sense her but the girlfriend did and then now you know later on in the relationship after they've been together and he wakes up and he's like holy shit like she's here she followed me kind of thing like yeah i don't know it's it's there's a lot of speculation here but god damn it's creepy as hell
0: yeah yeah for sure and and yeah like you said we don't have a total background um but yeah it's just What an experience, obviously, for both of them. And I would imagine, like, for him, the the boyfriend, to feel like, okay, this thing hasn't happened since I was a kid, and now it's, like, happening again, which is that much more terrifying, I feel like, because Mm -hmm. it's something you sort of put in the back of your mind, like, ah, it's just this dream I had when I was a kid, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And especially if you are such a hard sleeper, and you're like, well, I don't have these dreams anymore. So uh i don't have night terrors i don't have any of that stuff and all of a sudden it's like oh never mind i do you know so yeah um or it's coming back or whatever it, that's it's definitely um terrifying and intense for for both of them i'm sure so yeah i
1: i don't even know what to say you know other than just like holy shit right yeah and yeah, yeah. one and two like if you have the ability to maybe like dig into it or if you have the ability to maybe, I don't even know, man, like just burn some sage or something. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know that I'd play around with this because whatever's attached itself to the boyfriend, if you're the girlfriend, I'd be a little, I'd be a little scared personally. Right. Right. You know, just just based on the the boyfriend's reaction alone, like, hey, she's not, you know, this is not healthy. This is not a good spirit, you know. This ain't grandma telling me everything's gonna be fine, and you know, marry the girl laying next to you. Like, something else is happening. Yeah, especially, you know, I think what's even more slightly more terrifying is when you're having a good dream. And old girl is able to infiltrate infiltrate good dream with, you know, warm, happy people and warm memories.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, okay, well things were going great. And then now, uh, you know, like Yeah. Um all
1: the warmth is sucked out of the room.
0: Yeah. Um super, super terrifying and and difficult. Um to deal with it and but i mean i feel like they've they've kind of taken it in stride too and said look we haven't you know haven't seen her in a while nothing's happened um but obviously we'll be the first to know so yeah um yeah it's just just crazy but um maybe we'll see an update at some point or maybe we won't maybe that that entity has found some peace and 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 if it has thank god Mm yeah move on so yeah don't give it too much thought and hopefully you won't see it again (laughs) amen amen yes all right
1: brother i think that closes us out for the night like you know i i i hate to like cut and run with everyone but um like i said you know super sexy cold
0: voice going on here yes um yeah for sure we 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 thank you all so much appreciate you all um please give us a, a like and subscribe on on uh on any of the podcast podcast platforms, um, you know, a rating and review is huge. It uh, yep. goes a long way. We appreciate all the the connections we've already made and people uh, doing all of that for us. We can't thank you enough.
1: Amen. And, uh, yeah, once again, it's Scary Real Pod on all of the platforms. ScaryRealPod yes. at gmail.com. Um, and I guarantee you, you leave us a message, uh, you know, a uh, uh, direct message on Instagram or Twitter or TikTok for that matter or an email. Um, and you have a story that you want shared we we will gladly share that story. We will gladly put that into an episode. And uh, yeah, if you know any updates ever do occur, you know we'll gladly take those as well. Absolutely. So thank you again to uh, all the Reddit users tonight that uh, allowed us to use their stories. And uh, as always be good to yourselves and be good to others. We'll see you in two weeks.